what what big stuff has happened recently? Anything? Baron Trump's birthday. Oh man, Trump's all those Trump headlines, all those Trump news stories, all those articles. It's just been so farcical for so long. I mean, last I heard, there was that stripper, Stormy Daniels. <laughs> like the U.S. has a president where, like, every day there's a new ridiculous fucking scandal, or he's doing something crazy, like dismantling the FBI, rebuilding it from the ground up, hiring all his own people, hiring people who have like overseen uh enhanced interrogation techniques and like just like hand picking a team of supervillains <laughs> to like r run all the major uh governmental arms it's crazy that Scottish guy cut, got convicted for the pug thing. Oh, is that the Nazi dog thing? The dog holds his paw up, and then people associate that with a Nazi salute. That's so fucking dumb. That guy got, like, what, prosecuted for that? Hey, John, how are you today? I'm good. I'm okay today. Keyboard cat died. Oh, really? That's a shame. Trump's Emperor Palpatine. <laughs> UK is cucked. What more proof does the world need? Donald Trump hired John Bolton as his new national security advisor. Uh, who's that guy? National security advisor? Hmm. Maryland shooter stopped by a campus cop. Really? What's your thoughts about media bias in today's world, if at any and all, in your opinion? Dude, I hate the media. It sucks. It all fucking sucks. It's all bullshit. It's all contrarian, clickbait, whatever the fuck, desperation. Like, you have all these aged news outlets that are, like, desperate to stay relevant because the internet is killing them. So they've got to resort to all this bullshit as well like sensational headlines and it's not news anymore it's all just entertainment and bullshit it's made me really fucking bitter I have an idea actually for the news I wanted to share my idea with you like 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 maybe let's just try this for like a month okay the news comes on like every every live broadcast of the news anywhere there would be you know how there's a ticker at the bottom for like side headlines and stuff it's like meanwhile this is happening or whatever i think on the screen of every news broadcast that's live there should be like a unfiltered anonymous chat you know like you would see at the bottom of a stream where all the settings are like there's no, no curse word censoring. Images are allowed. GIFs, WebMs, they'll just autoplay automatically as soon as you post the link. You know? It doesn't get screened or anything. Just like it's, you upload it and it's there. Boom. 
The whole world sees it. And so, like, under every news broadcast, or just, like, on the side, you could, like, split the screen. Like, a third of the screen would just be chat. And it would just be, like, a, a river of Pepe's and uh, swastikas and, like, reaction faces and uh, gifts of, like, giant dicks, <laughs> horse dicks, porn webms. I think it would be a real eye-opener, you know? Because, like, 99, you know 99% of it is going to be complete shit posting. Just because it's like, oh, wow, this is being broadcast live. What can I say? This <laughs> is the worst shit you could come up with, right? But even in, even if it's just trolling and shit posting, you can watch that sort of thing. And it teaches you things about people. You can tell a lot about somebody just by the way they troll, you know? And I think it would be just such an eye-opener overall to the knee-jerk reactions that are going through everyone, everyone's head throughout the world simultaneously in response to whatever is being broadcast on the news. You know what I mean? I think, I think there's a lot of value in that. And I think it would if it would probably be hard to adjust to in the beginning. But uh, eventually, you'd just be desensitized and a little more familiar with what goes through the heads of people on like a day-to-day -day basis, you know. I think you get, amongst all that trolling and shitposting, you get a lot of honest, visceral reactions and people like, you know, expressing them through words. And you're just like, oh, okay, I guess this is how some people feel. You know, and it's like no bullshit, no filter. I mean, just for a month. Is it going to be that traumatizing? I mean, people watch streams anyway with this kind of live chat. Nobody gives a fuck anymore. Why not just fucking just throw it on the news, see what happens? <laughs> anyway, that, that's my news idea. John is conspiring. Conspiracing isn't a word, by the way. Conspiring to make us into Nazis confirmed. The jig is up. Caught you red-handed, John. John, it's time. Fess up. We know you are just Trump with a mask on. Give it up. We don't want to listen to this ruse anymore, you Nazi. I'm interested in what made you change Polyfrost to a game and not an animation, John. Well, I haven't, root, I haven't ruled it out from being an animation. I would very much like it to be a television show, but in terms of what's easier to get going when it's just me, like, it's actually possible for individuals to make and release games. So, like, there's no reason why I couldn't develop an animated series after the game if the game was successful, right? What I'm not going to be able to do on my own is make an animated series, you know, because I can't animate all that shit. It's and I can't I don't have the drawing skill. It's an enormous amount of time. You need a staff of people to do that. A game is also time consuming, but not not quite as time consuming, I don't think. 
because you're not drawing assets frame by frame. You know, it's in a video game. It's like once you draw an asset, it's like you've got it there and you can reuse it a lot. You know, I mean, I guess you can for polyfrost, like for animation, you can draw like background slates and stuff and just have like a, a stock of background slates that you can use. But then I, I wouldn't want my if polyfrost was an animated series, I wouldn't I wouldn't want it to look like Family Guy. Where it's just like the same background plate in almost every episode, like the fam, the Griffin living room, and then all the cam, all the characters are shot from that same camera perspective. Like it's just a punch in on each of the characters, so you end up with a very flat feeling, you know, in the image. Whereas, like I, I would want it to, like you know how Rick and Morty is a really cinematic show because they they bring the camera right in there for like close-ups on each of the characters like shot reverse shot but you need way more background plates for that but uh for like each individual angle you'd need a new plate for each location anyway it's a lot of work but uh the game thing i think i can do because i think i can do like pixel art you know make the whole thing pixel art and it's something i can achieve I thought about making it like it was pixel art and then I was going to make it like high res drawn in Adobe Illustrator. But then I don't know. I kind of want to go back to the sprite look like low resolution. I'll just make it like a widescreen ratio, I guess. It was four by three bef before because I wanted to make it like a to make it feel like a SNES game. But uh there's no reason you can't have widescreen, but just that, and also that kind of SNES aspect ratio, or uh, the resolution, I mean. John is stealing ideas from Rick and Morty, Family Guy, the list goes on. Anything for a buck. Wow, John, wow. And now video games. Just where do you get off? This is an outrage. Reported muted blocked all right if that's how you feel i've played that new grounds game of yours lol did have neat art oh thanks man yeah that was my i had a brief history on on new grounds i've got an account on there digital fear i think it is if you look my account up on there i made a, f a couple flash games Day of the Living Penises and uh, Sonic Flash. I made a game with Sonic sprites. You might be able to find them if you Google them. Hope you're good, John. Yeah, I'm doing good. I mean, just, you know, as good as I, I, I ever am. You know, because it's just a constant... Every day is like fighting an existential crisis, you know, especially recently because of all of these Jordan Peterson lectures I've been listening to really make you question the, you know, the meaning of being and religion and where it's all rooted, where it all comes from. And like the, uh, 
the fact that suffering and evil is inherent to being. That's a scary fucking thought R to really wrap your head around that, you know, not just hear it. Be like, yeah, whatever. People are bad. Like, really think about that. That evil and suffering is inherent to life. That's I think that's essentially the crux of the conflict between these like quote unquote red pill people and these PC assholes. You know? Is like there's this uh there's this movement from the left side of the political spectrum that's uh it's like they want to eliminate all any all forms of suffering from life like um uh life with suffering isn't how life should be and that life is a process of eliminating all suffering from being so that we can live one day in a blissful utopia where we're all ho holding hands and sucking each other's cocks as if that day is going to come I, I don't know if it will but like i think if it if it does then the species is going to have to transcend in some major way you know what i mean in in like terms of brain function and like like operating on a higher brain like rather than this base reptile brain that still drives a lot of our action, you know? It's why, you know, human history is rife with war and fighting and self-preservation and selfish acts. And, you know, it's like you can't change people. Doesn't doesn't matter if you give them a phone with fancy apps on it, like Instagram. They're still the same human beings. You know, with these same basic drives. And people do cruel things to one another. You know, if you leave them to their own devices, you know. So, I, I, you know that, I really like that story, Lord of the Flies. I read that in school. And I just, I, I, I hated it back then just because I associated it with school. It's just like, oh, they're making me read this book. It really is cool, though. You know that that the final image of that uh story the lord of the flies is really profound you know cuz you've got like that image of the children all stranded on the island in like this tribal like improvised dress made out of leaves and shit <laughs> and like Bone, finger bone necklaces and all this fucked up like war paint and then like the the army soldiers come up on the beach and find them and there's this moment where the, the at least in the movie I remember from the film version it's like you have this moment where the kids and the soldiers are just staring at each other and you know the soldiers are all like what the fuck are you kids doing but it, they're kind of hypocrites at the same time because they're they're all in camo gear, you know. They're they're in a war. They're fighting a war, and they're killing other people. But it's just the way they do it. It's quote unquote civilized, right? Because they're being ordered to by a government. You know, there's a sense of duty behind it that makes it okay. But really, 
that both the kids and the soldiers are killing. But the soldiers are just looking at the kids like, what? And the kids are looking at the soldiers like, all of a sudden, like, they're themselves have been put into perspective. It's like, what are we doing? You know? Because they remember a time when things were civilized and they had parents that cared about them, but then their plane crashed, right? And they had, they had nobody. Like, that's that's a crazy image, you know? That, 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 that was a good story. I like that. And it, it highlights the inherent flaw in people. It's like countless generations have gone by, right? But still, if you round up a, a select group of children and you throw them away on a deserted island somewhere and leave them to their own devices, they will go tribal and start killing each other, you know? Over just stupid bullshit, you know? A lot of it's driven by fear of what the other people will do, you know? Modern Warfare 2 confirms child soldiers. What are you guys talking about? I feel like we've topped out on the viewer count. Is it reveal time? Well, where are we at? Yeah, I suppose. Can you talk about something else? Well, you don't like what I'm talking about? What would you rather I talk about if not this? I think I'm talking about some interesting stuff here. Don't talk about that, John. Talk about something else. Like what? Some dumb new video game? Who cares? No, it's showtime. Play the video. Fuck the reveal. I want to hear John talk. <laughs> Look at our long paragraphs of texts. I was interested, mate. Talk about good movies for people to pirate. Yeah, I got a, a few vid movies I saw I want to talk about. I saw Coco. That was really good. Lady Bird. Not a perfect movie, but it was okay. I enjoyed it. Uh, oh, Justice League. Uh, I thought that was fucking hilarious. I want to dedicate some time to talking about that. I don't know if all you guys have seen it. I presume... Don't tell me you guys are going to give a shit about spoilers for Justice League. Yeah, I'm excited for Ready Player One. It looks cool. Hell of a lot better than Batman versus Superman. Uh... Hmm. I guess. Yeah. It was a little well... I mean... This doesn't speak well for Batman versus Superman, but Justice League was a better put together movie <laughs> than Batman versus Superman, I think. That was that movie was a mess. Holy shit. I'm not mess isn't the right word in some regards cuz the plot is very simple. But just like all the reshoots and the fucking uh hammy dialogue and bad CGI. Holy shit. So bad. Why does John have such a low view count on Twitch? Beats the fuck out of me. Because I, I get nothing but 
emails saying people have subscribed to me on Twitch. And then I finally air on Twitch and nobody fucking shows up. I guess because they're not notified. But then why would people subscribe? Surely that's the point of subscribing is that you're notified if whenever the guy goes live. What the fuck? Seriously. Sixteen people on Twitch. Are you on Twatch? Yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah, I'm on Twatch. Okay. Do you guys Oh. Wow, I just climbed a little bit, my uh Twitch followers. So I don't want to start it too soon when a lot more people are going to come by. I guess I'll just fucking do it. Whatever. And then we'll talk more about... Uh, we'll talk more about life later. Fucking hell. I, ha I was on a roll there, too. I wanted to, I wanted to expand my point about... The 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 left, these the regressive left trying to eliminate all misery from life. That's an important topic I want to talk about. Remind me to go back to that, okay? But anyway, let's let's do the reveal. Let's do Master Chief sucks at GTA Five. You want to see this thing? Are you guys ready? Are you fucking ready? Okay, so this is Master Chief sucks at GTA Five. It'll start in a couple minutes here. It's about 18 minutes long. I think it's really funny. I think it's one of the best kinds of videos of this type that I've ever made. And uh, I hope you enjoy. And uh, let me know what you think. Because, like, part of the reason I'm doing this live is so I can get a, a live reaction. You know? Because I fucking... I can't rely on YouTube comments to, you know, learn that people even liked what I did. So all the comments I get on there now, right away, like I uploaded that promo and it's like right away. It's like, uh, where the fuck is episode 12, you lazy fuck? And another one was just like, oh fuck, I can't remember. Or it was just like, this channel is such a mess now. It's like, well, even though I work my ass off on the channel art and like sorting everything into playlists and sorting the playlists in the proper order on my homepage, because Machinima certainly won't fucking order my episodes properly, so I've got to do it. The fuck is so messy about it? I guess because I'm just uploading every day. Sorry for the daily content. Whoops. Anyway, here we fucking go. Okay. Master Chief sucks at GTA 5. I hope you enjoy. Boo. Did you guys like that? Looks like you did. Honestly thought it was great, John. One thing that bugged me was the controller sound being a bit too loud and during the cutscene at the beginning, but that's minimal. Okay, yeah. Yeah, okay, I thought that was a nice touch, just a little foley of button pressing. Nothing too over the top, just like, just so you know the controller is being operated. Or like, you get that sense from the audio. 
that's the thing with the show that's the benefit of having a show with subtitles and it's so densely packed with dialogue that the eye is often focused to where the subtitles are so you can you can keep up with the amount of dialogue and so that kind of draws your attention away from the fact that uh the toys don't have facial expressions you're not actually seeing them push buttons at least most of the time but the little the foley in there and the fact that you can see the frame in your peripheral vision while you're looking at the subtitles it kind of gives you the sense that the toys are are actually alive you know it's a lot a lot of things coming together you know the editing and the editing and the sound design and all that and the the writing and the pace and the a lot of a lot of working moving parts what was the exact track you used for the credits oh, i made it i mean you can just go on my soundcloud and and check it out there and uh, if you support me on patreon you can download all my music tracks as well how is it you get the basics of comedy better than some entire networks nowadays? You need to make movies. If a studio don't want it, make them regret they didn't want you, lol. Well, I'm hoping if I succeed with my YouTube channel, I mean, that's I'd like to I'd like it for it to succeed and then maybe I can go branch out to other work from there. I can't think of a better calling card than just working on my YouTube channel. Because what else am I going to do? Like get an editing, editing job working for some corporation like TELUS or Shaw or whatever, just cutting together their dog shit commercials. Like that, that's a real job, right? But at least this way I can, I can work on stuff that I want to work on. I think it's funny. I don't censor myself. And... It's all on my channel. It's my content. And, you know, I can post my website and my links on there. And, you know. So I'm, I'm really working hard on this YouTube channel. I want it to take off. But, man, it's, it's fucking hard. I have, I have friends who are trying to get on, big on YouTube who, like, look to me as, like, like, I've made progress. You know what I mean? It's like, how do you do it? But it's like, dude, I'm struggling. You know, keeping your head above water in the fucking YouTube climate as it is. You know? It's insane. So competitive. It's so fucking oversaturated. Fucking YouTube, man. And YouTubers. I feel like, like I am by definition a YouTuber. But I feel like I c couldn't really mingle with most YouTubers, you know what I mean? Like, could, could you imagine me at something like VidCon? With all these self-obsessed assholes? You know, pointing cameras at themselves? Look at me, I'm at VidCon! Oh, oh my god! It's such a big deal. I'd go there just to make fun of everyone. Like, could you imagine me sitting down with, like, Logan or Jake Paul to, like, have a conversation? <laughs> what that would be like? He'd be, like, looking around the room for, like, dumb, for props to do, like, dumb shit in front of the camera and plug his merch every five seconds. And dabbing, yeah. 
Like I've made progress, lol. Arby and the Chief is one of the most popular web series ever. Well, you wouldn't know it. Making an eighth season and nobody knows about it. John, have you looked into doing a live action series on YouTube starring yourself and one of your buddies? Uh, not... Actually, I have some sketch ideas for like a, some double act sketches. Like I have this sketch I wrote the other day with a cat with a barista and a customer. And the joke is like you know how baristas if you're at a coffee shop, a barista will like sweep the floor and they'll like sweep uncomfortably close to your feet. Where you're just like, dude, like just wait until I'm gone and then you can sweep this area. Like this is not an urgent case for you right now. I know it's your job to keep the place clean but like dude just sweep the areas around me and then when i've i've left then you can come in and sweep so in the sketch that i wrote i have it so the barista with the broom starts with that brushing around the customer's feet and then his shoes and then his pants and starts brushing his lap and then his torso and his arms and then like starts brushing his hair and his face and that's when he finally goes like, excuse me, can you not do that? And the whole part of the joke as well is that the customer has a laptop out. And there's like this resistance to laptops now in cafes. So the, the whole broom thing is supposed to be like a passive aggressive thing because the customer has a laptop when he shouldn't. The cafe is trying to be like an anti-laptop establishment. <laughs> anyway, I thought that would be funny. But on top of that, that's just one of the sketches I was working on. I got this idea, too, for, like, a recurring series. Like, a, a, a parody of, like, a, an eSports thing. Have you guys... Do you guys watch eSports? I mean, I watch it... I mean, I assume you guys watch it ironically. But, like, I was watching it, and it's so fucking funny. It's just the... All the behavioral disorders... You know, <laughs> these people have the kind of crowds that something like that attracts. You know what I mean? The way the way these guys, they get amped up in a in a, in an overly dramatic fashion like real sports players do, except that they're just playing video games. So it's just kind of weird to see that. Because you can understand that kind of energy and anger and testosterone coming from these athletes, you know, who are running around being extremely physically active. But, like, then you, you cut to eSports, and they're all sitting in these stupid fucking gamer chairs with headphones, all playing Counter-Strike or League of Legends or whatever the fuck. And they're uh, just... Like they're tra they trash talk each other, but it's like autistic trash talk, because <laughs> they're like they don't they're they're all so socially impaired and they don't know really how to properly communicate with each other, and they're doing all this fucked up shit like uh, like there's all these scandals like like it's esports is rife with corruption as much as anything else right so like you have like you know esports teams that are conspiring to like throw games because of some prior agreed upon benefit from with some third party like people trying to 
manipulate games, fix them, and like you know, one team infecting a rival team's computers with malware so they'll mine Bitcoin while they're playing the, the video game. And then they're all complaining because the game's lagging. It's like, what the fuck is going on? It's just ridiculous, this shit that goes on in there. Yeah, but at least it's fun to watch. Yeah, oh, it is funny. So I want to do a parody of it. And like in esports, they have like, uh, when they're when they're introducing all the contestants, all the players... It's like you have this like fear factor. We have this little montage of like who all the players are, you know? It's like vanity shots, like dolly dolly low angle shots where the dolly goes from left to right and it's like it's these cool slow motion shots of all the players walking slow mo across a stage that's like covered in uh, movie fog, you know? Just there's like a fog machine just off camera that's making all this cool fog for all the players to walk through and like give dramatic looks to the cameras, you know, that are all around them. And it's like, they'll use that footage for like, you know how like it'll show like a player and then it'll, the other half of the screen will be like text where it shows all their stats. It's like never been defeated or like a world record holder or whatever shit like that. You know what I mean? It's so funny. It's like, such vanity and like trying to hype up something that's just not all that exciting it's like tele televised video game sports seriously i mean it's, it's one thing to watch a game while you're at a friend's house and you're just sitting on the couch you know that's fine i don't, I don't really see i mean i guess i guess there's some value in watching people who are really good at video games there's just something cringy about it. I don't like. Do you guys like it? Wow, you're so trash. Digital Fear does what you do, but better. How about make your own content? What are you talking about? It's not a fog machine. They just hired a vape guy to constantly blow smoke. Yeah, that was me. Sorry. But do they kneel during the pledge? <laughs> There's this ad for Canadian esports on YouTube I've been seeing lately where the announcer is doing a terrible fake loud voice makes me cringe. Oh yeah. Yeah, you have all these like fresh-faced young guys who are like like they're the hosts and like announcers of the show and they're like they're wearing tuxedos that are a little, little too big for them and they're like they're trying to be like a classic old-timey host but they just don't come off that way at all cuz it's it feels too much as like a young person doing an impression of that sort of thing. And you're just like, ah, oh, stop. Stop. Can't take it anymore. You know. They try to be witty and stuff and it's just super cringy. And the players don't even know how to react to the wit. You know, if, if the announcers manage to, manages to crack one out. Because they're just too autistic. It's like, uh... Uh, cool. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> uh, I like the Smash Brothers since the rage is hilarious. Oh yeah, the rage is awesome. Screaming and screaming in each other's faces and shit.
John CJG, I'm joking. I was trying to say that digital fear you before is so much better than you as if you're trying to copy him even though you're both the same person. Oh, I see. You can say the same thing about real sports. What, that the the players are all antisocial? I don't know about that. Sports athletes are alpha as fuck. They get all the pussy. Thank you for making Arby and the Chief. I love it. Thanks, man. Is there going to be a new or old character? Uh, I'll be introducing some old characters soon. Will you ever work on a video with Rooster Teeth again? I don't know. I don't know what they're up to. Maybe. I would enjoy working with them again. They were cool. I prefer speed runs over esports. Yeah, same here. I like it when I can focus on like one person speed running. If it's just like a a pool of like 10 guys playing Counter-Strike, I'm just like, "Ugh, I don't fucking care." This is dumb. I'm not dumb. I mean, it's kind of dumb, but nothing against them. I mean, they can do whatever they want. It's cool that they're earning prize money and shit for like something they're good at. I don't know. It's just cringy. Do you pay attention to Twitch chat? Yes. I'm getting both the Twitch and the YouTube chat. I'll be right back, guys. I got to go to the washroom again. Sorry. Fucking hell. Come on, what are you doing? Oh shit, I just closed all my tabs. Great. <sighs> Alright. Okay, the stream's okay now. Looks like. Okay, so, um. I can play that episode again. By the way, I'll play it once more at the end of the stream. Or not necessarily at the very end, but just a little later. I'll play the I'll play that again. Um but I wanted to get back to uh liberals, the left, and they want to eliminate all suffering from being. You know? Do you guys get what I mean by that? Like, what's your thoughts on this? Because I'm thinking, like, from all these lectures that I've been listening to and all the stuff I've read and all the stuff I know about human history, uh, suffering and sacrifice and pain, things like that, they're inherent to being, you know? And it it, go, it ties back into this idea of yin and yang again, you know what I mean? Like, uh, um, order and chaos, like, order and conflict, they're all part of this balance, the whole, you know? And you can't have the whole without the two parts of good and evil, you know? So there's no such thing as eliminating evil from the species, 
Like if you want to eliminate evil from the world, you have to eliminate evil from the species, right? Um, because people are the cause of all evil in the world, right? Or, I mean, I guess you could include animals in that if you want, but like, that's another thing. Where do you draw the line? It's like animals in the wild killing each other to sustain themselves. Is that evil? Do you, does anybody attribute morality to that? Or is that just, oh, that's nature. So they can do whatever the fuck, you know? Is there a line between us and that? You know what I mean? Like maybe we just have this illusion of sophistication, you know? Because we're, we're self-aware. And unlike animals, we are aware of our mortality and we know that our time here is finite. You know? And so, you, and you can't, in, in, this, in this physical reality that we're in, in these bodies, these vessels that we're in, you can't really acknowledge or appreciate what good is unless you also acknowledge what evil is and you have to know truly what it is you know and you have to acknowledge it within yourself the capacity to do both right and so i think this uh there's this movement from the left side of the political spectrum now that's just trying to eliminate all pain and suffering and sense of offensiveness and lack of inclusion uh shame that's another thing there's no no shame is allowed anymore you can't they're trying to shame 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 shaming of everything you know with not failing to see the value in it you know like fat shaming how it actually stirs people into leading healthier lifestyles you know they're just like no that's that's not good enough because shaming, shaming, and it's just bad because it's negative, you know? It's like they won't even acknowledge the argument if it suggests that we're supposed to embrace anything negative. You know what I mean? It's like uh, I, was, I was talking about a similar thing with the, the gender debate. How it's like, oh, a ge ge I say debate. But, like, a lot of these people won't even debate, you know, because they're too afraid of losing the debate in public. So they'll say something like, uh, we're, we're not going to participate in this debate because doing so would uh, offer a platform to the opposition and therefore validate his or her ideas. And we don't want to do that. So we're just going to not show up at the debate and call the opposition phobic. Whatever it is, phobic of whatever transphobic or whatever queer phobic gender phobic uh, whatever all these terms you know that's no ex that's no excuse to not show up for for a debate you know if you if you if you have a point of view and a stance and you're saying and doing things that affect or are going to affect the law so that everybody must abide by it, then you must 
be willing to debate and defend your ideas reasonably. You know? Don't just... You can't dictate law and also shy away from debate at the same time. That's fucking retarded. So you should... You sh these people should be... They should be like... Like ready to debate. You know what I mean? Not shying away from it. They should be like, okay, you want to hear my side of this? Fine. I'll present to you my facts. You present your facts. And then we'll see where the facts take us. Because that's all ultimately what's at the heart of a debate, right? Is the pursuit of truth. It's not about ego. As much as watching a lot of modern debates would have you believe, like the Trump-Hillary presidential debate, it's just all ego, both sides. Well, a lot of it's from Trump. <laughs> but it's just bullshit on both sides, you know? There's a disingenuousness on both sides. We are just like, None e neither of you people are getting to the truth of the matter here. It's just bullshit trying to sway the opinion one way or the other, you know? That's not real debate. Debate, sh ev everybody should want to debate. Like, if you've got a stance and you've got an idea and you, you want that idea to shape the world, like you want other people to conform to your ideas, then you need to be willing to debate them. I mean, why not? If the facts are on your sh your side, they should speak for themselves, right? But that's the thing with these people, these people that refuse to debate, these regressive leftists, is that they know deep down that their, uh, their position is flawed because they know their position is rooted in feeling rather than facts, you know? They don't want to look at statistics or anything that clashes with how they feel. Yeah, and I feel sorry for these people. Like all these trans activists and shit. Who, who obviously grew up with really tough childhoods, you know. And identity crises that they had to navigate. And it's like, that would fuck you up growing up, you know. Especially, you know, being in an environment like a school. Like a playground. Where it's like... Uh, you don't know whether you're a girl or a boy or, you know, you you have a physical manifestation as one, but you think like the other. And that the fact that school is so clicky and encourages that binary of one or the other. And it's like, oh God, where do I fit in in all this? And then they end up, they probably have no friends growing up, you know. And then, of course, that's going to fuck someone up when they grow up. And then they, you know, they try to bend the law to like accommodate for all these people that you know writing laws for ba based around people that uh represent a very small percentile of the overall population you know like creating laws and stuff based on a minority a vast minority of people it's like we're, we're going to change the whole gender identity thing like on for passports and law legal documents and shit because one percent of the population identifies as like other you know so just that one percent like uh you've got to expand the binary can't be binary anymore but you don't want to shut these people out right like you want these people to feel included
you know, it's it's not about being cruel to anybody, but we can't get carried away with all these labels either, you know, and just, you know, dividing everyone into an infinite amount of categories until it just gets, you break it right down to the individual, you know, because once you start down that path, that's where it ends, you know, it's like, well, we're all individuals, so... You know, nobody should be labeled as male or female or anything. We're all just like Joe and Jim and Bob and whatever. Um, where where was I going with all that? Well, I was talking about the left and how they just try to eliminate all discomfort. It's like the, the abortion argument, too. It's like... Uh, they're all they're every a lot of people on the left are pushing for pro choice. It feels like and I, I'm not entirely on board with that. It's like it's like the left is going down this path of hedonism, you know? Where it's just like I wanna I wanna eat all I want and be as fat as I want and not be fat shamed for it because any body type is healthy. And I want to just sleep around and fuck a bunch of guys and get pregnant and get abortions and then just keep doing what I'm doing because it doesn't matter. You know, I'm a woman and it's my body and I deserve to have fun if I'm on this earth and whatever. And it's just like, like adjusting the law so that you can indulge in every kind of like um, in human indulgence possible. And not feel any negativity or shame for doing, for participating in, in all of it, you know, for indulging in absolutely everything. So I, I don't, I don't like that the left is, is excluding all trying, is trying to eliminate all discomfort from people's lives as if this, as if that's a toxicity you know, that's infecting what the species could be, the utopia that we could achieve. You know, if we could just learn to get along. But, uh, I don't know, you deprave people of certain resources and they'll turn on other people. It's just what people do. I think that's, people aren't just, they're not, there's this refusal to acknowledge uh what exactly controls a person's actions and emotions because it's a lot of the time it's not what we think it is you know it's like we we think we're these cool people who like i mean sure if, you, if you're content and like well fed and uh you know you're you have a roof over your own head it's pretty pretty easy to go out there and like you know, do good things for other people and look after other people. But the minute you're like put in a position where you're starving or dying of thirst or uh, whatever, depraved of something that's like a necessity, it's like your persona, all of a sudden you learn pretty quick that uh, it's less like your soul that drives your actions more as, uh, as much as, as it is your human drives. It's like if if you're starving, you stop thinking with your brain. You start thinking with your stomach at that point, you know. And if you're if you're hungry enough, 
you'll do some crazy despicable shit you know if it if it meant getting something to eat and surviving you know it's, it's that will to survive like what happens if you put someone in a position where it's like live or do this horrible thing they'll do the horrible thing that's that capacity for evil you know because we're like people are self-preservational you know and i think that's 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 the big part of the left movement is that people they don't want to admit how inherently selfish and flawed the species is i mean pe people abuse the term red pill all the time but uh i mean what that term was supposed to mean is that is absorbing uncomfortable truths about the species you know the way things really work and that that's another debate it's like well where, where's where's the line drawn between reality and cynicism? I talked about this before. It's like if you're a cynic, are you being unrealistic? Or is being cynical being a realist? In which case, why would you even give cynicism a label? That's just That would just be called being accurate, right? About what the world is. And it's like... So I guess it's the it's these the the mission of the regressive left to keep trying to eliminate all sense of discomfort and suffering and then one day it'll just go away magically and then we'll all be living in a utopia that just won't come because people who are red pilled know that that's an unrealistic scenario. It's like you're not going to get rid of the evil in people because that's that hasn't gone away for thousands, hundreds of thousands of years. You know, it, what, what it's, it's all, all of a sudden it's going to change now just because we've got the internet and phones. That's fucking dumb. It's just so closed minded. And I, I, I really, I think it's just ultimately dangerous. And the, the, the way the left wants to have such a command over language and to make it like criminally, like you can be prosecuted if you misgender somebody because they, they equate not acknowledging somebody's proper pronouns with like actual violence, like literally. It's like, no, it is. Like, I, I, that baffles me every time one of these people makes that leap. It's like that's physical that's that's violence. If you don't if you don't acknowledge my pronoun, that's physical violence. No. No. Cuz sorry, did I miss the memo? When did speech become violence? They are not the same thing to suddenly equate them like that. It's like, "What? What are you talking about, you retard?" <laughs> Seriously. That's so dangerous. Cuz you know like they, f they feel justified in doing this shit because they, they can't see the hypocrisy. You know, it's like they see the, the right side of the political spectrum as just a bunch of evil bad guys because they saw Indiana Jones in the Last Crusade one too many times where it's just like, oh, evil Nazis doing evil things, you know, and it's like red and that's the color of blood. So that's evil. You know, the red is the evil side. That's where the Nazis are. That's where the evil commies are. Well, actually, I guess communism is has like a recent insert resurgence now. Like people are trying to bring dig that out of the grave.
as if that's going to lead to the utopia when, you know, according to a lot of research, communism has brought nothing but death, <laughs> which is a lot of death, you know, millions and millions of fucking people killed horribly, starved to death, you know, as a result of that regime. And the left will just always think of those as the evil guys, you know? And it's like, we're on the left, where the, the color of blue, where everything's placid and calm and rational, you know? And we think things through before we talk, except they don't, you know? But it's like, they exclude themselves from all kind of debate because it's like, we're on the good side. The, the other side is the red side with the Nazis. The Nazis are over there. We're not Nazis. We're good people. And so we don't, we don't even want to debate with them. They're all evil. They're all, God has forsaken them. Fuck them. And then it's, they've convinced themselves that it's rational and of sound mind to completely cut yourself off from the other half of the political spectrum. Put yourself in this bubble on once, whether it's the left or the right, doesn't matter. If you put yourself in a bubble on just one side and you convince yourself that that's a rational thing to do, it's like, well, of course it's rational because I'm blocking out all the evil. <laughs> that's so fucking twisted. You know? Like, you have to be willing to, like, always look at all sides of things. And I, th I, th I, that must be why they feel that they can get away with the things they do, like not just refusing to debate, but shit like Antifa, where they're just so blatantly hypocritical that you're just like, don't you see what you guys are doing? Like you're just, you're being just as violent as the people you claim to hate. And they're like, oh, it doesn't matter because we're on the side of good, so we're justified in it, right? We're on the good left side, so. It's almost like religious, you know, it's like we're on a mission from God because, you know, our side is the right one. So we've got to do whatever we have to, to win, to win over the other side. It's like, well, what does that, what does that entail? Physical violence, I guess. And like stabbing people with ice picks. I saw some video, this video that uh, Steven Crowder leaked. It's like his Antifa leaked videos. And it just shows these pathetic assholes meeting up and they, they have these like, they, they had like all these weapons on them, like stun guns and like ice picks and like K-bars. They're talking about having K-bars on them, which are like, like combat knives used by fucking, uh, like commandos and shit, like a foot long. That you can use to disembowel somebody. It's like, are you fucking kidding me? What's wrong with you people? That And that's really dangerous. That is so fucking dangerous. The left having that kind of ideology. Where it's like, we're right. And we're justified in anything that we have to do. In order to defeat the evil Nazi right. Because suffering shouldn't be a part of life. That's something we need to fix. Oh yeah, you guys are coming along, gonna come along and fix the human condition, are you? After thousands and thousands of years of evolution, you're just gonna come along and fix it now. It just needed a little tweak, that's all.
I think like the only real way forward is for human beings to acknowledge what we truly are. This ties into my news idea, you know, having the news, like having unfiltered anonymous chat over top the news. Like that would wake people up a little bit, I think, on a broad level, you know, get get people to realize just how cruel each of us can be, but also how great and creative each of us can be, you know. It's like you you don't it's it's like the 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 source of human ingenuity is the eternal conflict between order and chaos. It's like why there's two hemispheres of the of the brain as opposed to just like one solid piece just called the brain. It's divided into two hemispheres and each hemisphere of the brain is is responsible for very different tasks. You know, it's like that that conflict of pure logic and pure emotion. It's like if you just have either one or the other, you don't really get innovation and ingenuity from that. But the both of them in combination, it's like, wow, amazing things can happen or really bad things, really good things or really bad things. Right. So it's like if you take one, you got to take the other. You can't take just one half. It's like it's the, the Internet is essentially that. The internet is basically just a big brain projected by every individual on the planet, you know, that everybody has access to. And you see it for all its greatness and its horror. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, how beautiful and how terrible at the same time. And that's humanity. You know? That's what it is. That's what it is. It's, it's, the, it's both. It's the good and evil and all in one. That is being. How, how do we go from there, though, you know? Where do you go from there? Do you, do you have the answers, huh? What do you guys think of all this? John has ascended. The human race broke its own ass. The fall will be hard, that's for sure. John is woke as fuck. You buy an AR-15. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I I laugh there. But that's the conclusion that a lot of these shooters come to, I think. You know? I mean, I haven't I haven't read into every school shooting case, but I read a lot about the Columbine shooting, and that's the conclusion that those kids came to. You know. They were they were like, you know, the Nazis thought it was a good idea to kill all the Jews. Well, we say let's kill everyone. You know, if the human race is capable of forming a Nazi party and doing horrible things like that to fellow members of its own species then maybe the whole species deserves to die you know and we're never gonna fucking change i mean this this we live in such an exciting time right now with the internet you know i've said this before but i just i can't fucking stress this enough like hundreds of thousands of years have gone by the 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 human species has been on the earth and just now our generation is living with the internet which has opened up communication with the entire globe in an instant. 
that's fucking crazy, you know? So it's like, okay, well, we're not going to have a, any better chance than now to, like, changing our ways, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, okay, now we have global communication. Now we have, now we have, like, a face-to-face real-time update of what our actions do and how those actions manifest themselves on at any distance even the opposite side of the planet you know it's like in an instant we all of a sudden as a species got a a sense of like oh we do this thing here and this thing happens over there because before the internet you, you nobody had any idea what was happening on the on the other side of the planet you know but all of a sudden it's like oh there's skype and like youtube and whatever so like what better tool to take advantage of to like to achieve some kind of utopia whatever that looks like it's like there's no better chance than now like now that we have the internet like as a platform like a plateau it's like it's like we've reached like it's like a save room in resident evil it's like a moment of relief it's like oh okay so we can collect ourselves and then like keep going you know uh, you, like use the internet as a tool to like really get in touch with one another and have proper debates across like distance is no longer a factor anymore it's like someone on one side of the planet can have a live video debate with someone on the other side of the planet and everyone on the planet can watch that debate you know and then everyone unanimously or instantly at the same time can come to a decision on something more or less like relative certainly to before the internet you know where we were all just so cut off from each other it's like what fucking chance did we have of evolving as a species but now it's like the internet's here it's like okay we're getting somewhere it's exciting i th- i think it's extraordinary that you know to live in this time where that's a thing isn't that don't you guys find that fucking crazy? It really is amazing. We need a cuck cost. <laughs> I don't think anybody should be killed, but man People need to lighten the fuck up. And the left needs to develop a sense of humor. You know? It needs a sense of humor. Well, it needs to open itself up to the other half of debate, for starters. And then develop a sense of humor. Because it's a sense of humor that lets you navigate sensitive territory in debate with another person. You know? People like to rule out humor as this, like, amateur, like childish thing that's like an indulgence it's like we don't we don't do that in academia or in proper debate it's like there's no place for humor when in fact it's like why do you think humans have the ability to laugh in the first place the purpose of it is to diffuse tension you know and it's like of course a debate can be filled with tension so what better device than humor to use to to bring that tension down you know and then you both share a laugh about something over a controversial subject, and then you move on, and then you actually advance in the debate because it's like, 
the fact that you can both mutually laugh over something, it's like you f- you f- you form at least a temporary bond or trust with that person enough so that that you can actually advance in a debate and get into some interesting territory that you might not otherwise have been able to to get to you know because it was just too tense you know or you felt that the other person you just couldn't talk to or reason with them because they're just so stone-faced and humorless it's like lighten the fuck up and i really hated that about school too how it repressed my sense of humor and made me made it convinced me that that intellect had no place for humor that they were both mutually exclusive and they're not i don't know what it is about people they just turn humorless one day and then they want to suck all the humor out of everyone else so everyone's as miserable as they fucking are it's crazy so yeah, I don't subscribe to this leftist idea that that life should be all fucking completely without discomfort. Cuz without that, would you really would you really appreciate the good in the world? You know, I th- I think life is just one of those things. It's like you have to accept the balance between the two forces. Whether it's good or evil or fire and water, like if you want to get to the elements of the earth, you know, there's all these forces in constant conflict with each other throughout life, throughout our physical reality, you know, there's a balance to everything, you know, and it's the same can be said of good and evil, I think. But is that something like, is that something physical or is it just an abstract construct? And then so like if if there is ingenuity that is formed out of this constant conflict between like our left and right brain hemispheres, good and evil, it would then suggest that our bodies and our minds were deliberately formed that way. Which gets into the idea that maybe there really is a God. Like, this is the shit I've been thinking about recently. It's just been blowing my fucking mind, you know? It's like... It, it's it's one kind of terror to, like... To believe that the world is meaningless, you know? But it's also a scary thing to think that the world actually has meaning. And that once we all die, we're actually going to go somewhere and be judged. But then it's... It's... it's it's terrifying in the sense that if there is a god he must be a, he must be terrible you know to play this kind of cruel joke on us but is it a cruel joke or is it a is it a test of the human spirit or soul or however you want to de- define the the non-human element that is within us not not non-human but non-physical i mean you know Is it is it is is life the 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 inherent conflict to life? If the conflict was made inherent, it was probably purposefully put there. So, what is the conflict made to test? Well, what else would it be other than the human spirit? And then, so maybe there is like a spirit or a soul that actually exists, you know, that's being tested. Maybe not on this physical plane, but maybe on another plane. I don't know, man. It's fucking crazy. 
That's the kind of shit I've been thinking about. Good and evil are human fabricated titles. Wonder why superhero movies are more advanced than just beating up baddies these days. We're advancing the goody and baddie lifeless labels. John, why are you so, so obsessed with everything being a cuck and every argument cucking itself? Sounds like you're the one obsessed with cucking there, buddy. The thing that made me believe in God is that it doesn't make much sense we are the only conscious beings in the universe as far as we know. Yeah. I haven't ruled out the possibility of meeting aliens. Why not? Maybe they'll be more advanced than us. Maybe they'll be less advanced than us. But uh, there must be other life out there, I think. John, we simply don't understand each other's pain. And even if we did understand them, doesn't mean you can't come to an agreement. That's the truth. Hmm. Yeah. 